I thought you were going to try to get organized so we could do this right. I have it in my head. You do? I think so. Okay. All right. So were you the least bit interested in the story I just told you? Was that just like B? No, B -roll? I was interested. That's B roll. No. <laughs> right? Is that what you call it in the film industry? You learned a new word. I know. I keep saying phrase. it, right? I know. It's that fine. and kink shame. Oh, my God. All, All right. right. So we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. We have been gone a little while. They're probably used to that from us now, though. Well, we come and go, right? And then we always come back and say, oh, well, that's it. We went through all kinds of shit, and now we're back, <laughs> and we're but here to stay. But then we stay. go through more and shit. And then there's always more shit that we go through. But why is it that we, when we're going through all this shit, like the content, the amount okay, of content well, just drops out? I got COVID. Right. That so was I pretty couldn't, bad. I couldn't see you. Yeah. So well, I saw you. I just had to stand out in the street with a mask well, on. The one time. Which I'm not, that's, that's not a criticism. That's all I did was come once, really. Yeah, it's that's not all. a, uh, you were here once. And Is that's, that when I brought the shopping? Yes. And that's not a criticism, but I'm saying to you, like, we were outside, you were like 10 feet away from me with a mask on. Right. And We could have done content that day. I don't really feel like we could have done good quality content being so, like, just right. not being able to be together. So okay. I had COVID, I had a surgical procedure. I don't want to talk about that today. We can revisit that in another time. Yeah, we should revisit that in another time. If you're comfortable yeah. with it, because I feel like it, you know, it would be meaningful for a lot of people to know about what happened. But well, yeah, that we was can revisit bad. that. Yeah. So there was just like a lot happening. I think for at least a month, I think I only saw you like three or four times. Things were bad. Yeah, which yeah. is not our usual. Yeah, and then so things like have been intense with, with my father, and I don't know if people are regular listeners, listeners to this. They know Sometimes on, on TikTok, people comment that they really like when you talk about stuff like that. Yeah, and so, like, my father's just been in need of a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of procedures going on. And That's number one grandpa. Yeah, number one granddad. In fact, I was taking care of him today. I had to get him to two, not one, mm -hmm. but two medical appointments. And uh, get his prescriptions filled, which was, which was a big deal because he ran out of his Parkinson's meds. Yeah, that's not good. And I guess the doctor didn't want to refill it because she hasn't seen him in a while. Was he all shaky? Was uh, he like extra shaky? When I picked him up this morning, uh, when I got there this morning, he was. He was shaking. And, and then I got the, the stuff and I was trying to cut the pills and... Because uh, he has to take like half. A what are you like a pharmacist? Number one yeah, pharmacist I don't know what the now? Hell they are number one pharmacist. But it's like I was like so sloppy with the knife. Like I broke him up. I had to put it on a spoon. Yeah, you can't do that. I you said, have to. Here. It probably tasted horrible. Oh, I know because it was you're, powder. I was yeah, like scraping all the powder you're not up. I said, to do that because they gave him a thirty day supply, and I guess they said that's you it. You don't have a doesn't. pill cutter. I, I, you know, I, I walk in that house. I don't know what the fuck anything is. Dogs jumping all over me papers everywhere. but anyway that's a that's there's a story for another day we haven't been around yeah obviously so okay um i'm trying to think of like what you know, can can i suggest what we should start with first sure uh the fact that you have moved into the talent side oh yes of, i'm talent of film production now well within rather number than the production side Yes. Well, within number one industries, I've oh. always been talent. <laughs> so let's be clear. Well, we, there has been that ongoing struggle uh, it, within our group here, uh, our group of two, for <laughs> dominance, because you want to be more of the talent in the number one dad pod, well, podcast and TikTok site. Sometimes. You feel like you have a legitimate role there? 
sometimes I feel like I get written off as the like annoying side character. I feel like that less now, but when we started, people the annoying side character. Yeah, because people would Who leave are you, like Barnacle Boy. People would leave like me in comments. If anything, I'm Mermaid Man, and you're yeah. Barnacle Boy, because like I feel like Barnacle Boy was overall like kind of he was like smarter and. You really had it more together. I like, don't even want to touch that, but all right. Go ahead. Well, yeah, no, because Mermaid were, Man, people Mermaid were unjustifiably Man was like, cruel. What? I think we both agree that people were unjustifiably cruel to me. Yeah. Well, they've been to you at times yeah. too, but the point is, there was a time like when this started where people were just heaping praise on you, and then I was like, they didn't like me at all, and right. I think that that did did hurt my feelings a it little bit. It did hurt your feelings. I don't want to say that because I don't want to give them any like power over me. But. No, because now you're having said this on this podcast. Yes. They'll just come after you for this. Maybe, whatever. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. It's, remember when we That's filmed, the price of fame. Remember when we did the corrective though? Where Can I, tell you I had something? to talk about how you really weren't mean to me and then people said that they I forced had a you to gun do it. To my head. Well, they were so they like really came after me yeah. at one point. But anyway, all we right. digress. Yeah, we have digressed. But I'm all energized from that coffee I'm you glad. gave me. I'm glad. I'm yeah, you can tell I'm talking fast and everything. Well, that's better, you know, yeah. more words, less time, more yeah. efficient. Yeah. Anyway, you know what Kevin <laughs> said? Right. Or no, he said, fewer, why say more word when less word do trick? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I was on a commercial. Yeah, that there, was There, I summed point. it up pretty fast. Yeah, that was great. It what well you weren't even there. I just think it's great because you did you've done so much production work. Yeah. That to think of you going in as the talent. Definitely better to be on the talent side. side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so much better. Yeah. So much better. And it came as a surprise, right? Because somebody basically reached out to you and said, "Would you like to be in this commercial?" No, not at all. Um, you have that completely wrong. Oh, okay. I subscribed to an email list of local casting calls because there was one point where I worked for, I did an internship at a local business that did like made commercials for companies. Yeah. And because of that, there was a casting um, business that was associated because it was like, you know, the family members. Yeah. One of the family members worked at the production company and then the other family member worked at the casting company. Okay. So I had to like often when I'm doing like runs and stuff have to go between them. And so in the midst of it, like knowing that they were a casting company, I just, you know, followed their social media and subscribed to their email list. Right. So I get emails from them all the time, but usually I don't fit like any of the stuff or I do. And I send things in, but I never get a response. Like right. the majority of the time I never hear anything, which is fine. I mean, I don't well, know. There must be a lot of people. Yeah, well, I mean, I've always wanted to do stuff like that, but you know, I'm I just sort of feel like I never get chosen and it is really random, but I don't know. So I don't I submit myself for this and I was shocked cuz they were like, "Yes, okay, this is these are the details. This is what you have to wow. do." So it was really exciting. So you had to bring your own wardrobe? I did, and it's funny cuz I brought like 20 different outfits. Yeah. Not 20 different pieces of clothing, but different, like, pairings. I brought, like, yeah. yeah. And I guess a lot of people, the other people didn't do that. So one of the guys was like, oh, you must be, like, a regular. You're, like, a professional at this. And I'm like, no, this is, like, my first time. And he's like, that can't be true because you actually, like, came prepared. A yeah. lot of people didn't even, like, read the instructions. So right. they were having to sort of use tape to cover up people's logos and kind of 
I mean, there were people that did, but oh, I definitely there, there had... Were, so there were people who walked into that thing, like wearing a t-shirt that, or wearing clothing that had logos and stuff on it. Yeah, and they had to like take Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Because I mean, it was pretty clear in the right. instructions. I'm not trying to diss anyone. Like, they were all really nice people. Right. But, um, but yeah, so I guess people thought I had more experience than I really did because I brought all that, clo right. that clothing, which I thought was kind of, I felt like I looked obnoxious. Well, but. no, that's good though. Maybe you made a good impression and they'll reach out again. I hope so. It was fun. Yeah. Now, are you going to? We're not going to talk about the company itself. That. Um. All I will say. Talk about the type of commercial. Yeah, this was, it was a supermarket. It was, it was for a supermarket chain. Right. So you had some thoughts about it because essentially, I'm not really sure. Like, because I was only in a part of it, so I don't know what the whole right. ad will be like. Right. But, I it didn't seem like it had a very complicated plot line. Yeah. As most commercials do not. But you had your opinions on what the plot should be well, of a supermarket commercial. And I think actually that's more, I shouldn't say it's more interesting because I don't want to Right, you offend. shouldn't say that. No. The it's an interesting, why don't you say it's an interesting alternative to the fine production that you were privileged to be a part of. Yes. The fine production that I was privileged to be a part of and would love to participate in again. Um, and I absolutely adore and respect and amazing. Yes. And it was fantastic in every way. Um, my father's version is a little bit spicier. Well, um, so let's, let's dive in. Tell me about what you think would have been a more... What you pitched is potentially a more effective commercial okay. to the customers for your grocery okay. store. Okay, well, I, I, I think that part of what stimulated that line of thought is that I don't know if you buy your gas at a, at a supermarket gas station. But you can, and there's always the little TV. What do they call that? Gas station TV. And so they run Usually their own ads. Usually it's just ads. the ads yeah. for the and supermarket. And it's pretty, like, yeah, it's just like pumping gas and paying what you're paying now is, like, totally boring, but watching those commercials is excruciating. So I've always thought that it's, like, I mean, who cares? It's like they open up the refrigerator. Oh, we need you know milk or whatever. Oh, let's go there. It's just totally boring. I think like the most relevant thing on people's minds now is like there's all these crises, uh, shortages. Uh, people are in that mindset of this apocalyptic doomsday mindset. Sure. With so COVID I would have had yeah. a higher production thing, and I would have brought in zombies. Into zombies. The, into, okay. the, into the supermarket. Now, and how would zombies sort of sell a supermarket, though? Well, because, because they're eating dead people. They're not eating groceries. No, no, no. The zombies aren't the customers. What I would have is I would have, like, the, the, the people shopping and have the zombies, like, in the supermarket, right? And the voiceover would be talking about... Let's say stop and shop. Let's just say that. Right. Food shortages. Uh paper shortages, crises, uh, we've got you covered. And the people are never aware, but what you see happening is every time like the zombies are coming after one of the shoppers, somebody from the staff of the supermarket the just like yeah. wipes them out. Like the guy comes by in a forklift yep. just as the zombies are about to get the woman and she's picking up the uh, uh, package of chicken. Yeah. And like he just like slams into them with the front forks of the forklift. Is it going to be and, graphic? And well, it could be graphic. I mean, you have like to Game decide where you're going to go. Yeah, and like the are like the, the dudes like like got a flamethrower or something, and it just shows the customers like getting their products and being totally unaware 
of the you know apocalypse that's upon them and yeah and that's how because they're gonna take right. the brunt of the apocalypse right so you because never know. right you right i mean that but the would... message is like don't the voiceover is like you don't have to worry uh, because we've got you covered you know we've got your back i mean i like that i actually would that would inspire yeah. me yeah i also think that there is a market well, I... for edgier advertising so i mean look at it this way right those legal seafoods ads that they ran in Boston. Yeah. When I, I don't know. Now it's like when I was in high school, they ran those. I'm still talking about those ads because they like created so much buzz. So. Yeah. I mean, well, it could yeah. go really graphic. Although I, then it would be going on to, I'd be like be going into fines. the surreal oh. and it would become more of an art piece, you know, like, cause then I bring in the meat department more Yep. and have them like, Cause you, you know, the, yeah. Cause you wouldn't want like the meat, to, the meat manager comes out and he's like throws a zombie into the grinding machine or something well i really think that you should consider trying to write some commercials yeah get into yeah. the commercial industry yeah maybe would you ever be um in a commercial sure yeah I now do you have any integrity as far as which commercials you'd pick or you you feel like you would just take any if they paid you you'd just do anything yeah no i wouldn't do anything well for example there is a housewife on um real housewives of beverly hills yeah named Lisa Rinna, yeah. and she famously said, like, she'll do anything for money. Yeah. And she proved that by doing a Depends commercial, you know, when she didn't, like, she was, it was young, sort of younger in her days. And yeah. And everybody was, like, shocked that she did it, and then she's like, they paid me a million dollars for that, so. But why well, don't, I mean, that's Some not... people feel like they would advertise anything if the price was right, and so well, you're I... telling me that you wouldn't, though. You have to make sure that... So what is your criteria for what kind of advertisement you would participate in? Well, I have any problems with the depends. Why were people getting down on her for that? I mean, a lot. Of them, I'm buying them all the time for my father. Right, but that's the that's sort of the demographic is yeah people like your father, not you know women like in their prime with people their lip injections have, and their Botox. Yeah, but people can have I'm just saying, like, do you think okay, of, like, well, anyway, but if Chris Jenner was wearing Depends, that wouldn't <laughs> shock you? Maybe she needs them. How do I know? Well, yeah, no, there are certain things I wouldn't have. Because when you do Botox and you do lip injections and you're wearing designer clothes, right. the message you're sending to people is, like, I'm not a person who shits myself. Yeah. And so I think that's why it was shocking. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Her showing up on the screen with the Depends was right, like but for a million, behind my Hollywood but for, glamour. I'm not that person. I shit myself. But for a million dollars, I could be convinced. Well, that's what Lisa said. It. All right, so you would go in the Depends commercial. Sure, for okay. a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so where do you draw the line? Um, not well. I mean, I'm, I, I've never used uh, firearms. Okay. Uh, then there's no commercial for them anyway, right? But there must yeah, be there like, are. There, there must like be TV like commercials and stuff. Plus, consider that this isn't just for TV because it's for um, well, I mean, there must be print ads and stuff, and too, stuff yeah. for in, in magazines for for guns. Not and I know people who uh, target shooters and uh, you know trap shooters and stuff, but that's just not my thing. So okay. I would I, I wouldn't because I'd be uncomfortable uh, with that. Okay. So there's stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of other things that I don't that I'm not comfortable with that I wouldn't have I wouldn't want to be associated with in the advertisement. Right. We could leave it at that. Like I would probably yeah.
What about, would you, like, feature in one of those, like, Charmin commercials if they ever did, like, a live action? What, did I have to wipe my ass? No, 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 but you know, like, those <laughs> animated bears that love shedding? Would you... Sure, I'll be in. in you that. would? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he doesn't use toilet paper. <laughs> well, I should ask that. <laughs> Please don't ask that. We don't, we don't want to know. <laughs> All right, so anyway, but that... But I mean, Some people use a yeah. canvas. Well, I, yeah, and in the old days, uh, before paper. Or you could shit in a can and sell it. It's probably a very interesting history. Now, I've heard theories that that guy who sold his poop in a can, that that actually, there was, people believe that there is no poop in the can. Yeah, I've I've read that there's plastic. Only, there was a can that was broken open, and uh, um, Piero, Piero Manzoni. Yeah. um, Yeah, artist shit. You shit in a can. Yeah, I mean... Was, so was it? Was it turd? I know, there's conflicting reports about what was in the can. Yeah. But, uh... It probably wasn't, if you think about it. Because why would you? If you're sealing the can, yeah. would you feel compelled to be weighing out your crap? I, I don't know. I think it's 30 grams per can or oh, something. Oh, so he had to weigh it? Yeah. So yeah, did yeah. he have to, like, squat over it, and then as soon as it hit 30, like, you know, move, and then... Oh, what do you think? He was, like, in an assembly line process? <laughs> no, I just assumed, like, he if he was going to do that, he, like, just crapped in a bowl... And, and then spooned it. it out. Yeah, all right. This is getting gross. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gross, I apologize. Anyway, he was. Uh, I'm a very logical. I like to. He was you a know. great artist, but I, if you look at that, I think that he did because the 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 as I said before, the one of the funniest reviews I've read about I've read of that work was somebody. The title of the uh, piece was "You Call This Shit Art," <laughs> and, <laughs> and his comment was that. Uh, Art was very powerful, and the alchemy of art could transform a person's shit into gold. Mm. And those pieces, in fact, do yield far more than their weight in gold when they, on those rare occasions when they go to Sotheby's for for auction. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting statement to make. Okay, so we've covered a lot in the short period of time. Very short. Your acting career. I just have one criticism of the Piero commercial. Oh, the process. commercial you were in. Yes. Yeah, so point. Okay. I just want your opinion though, because you once worked at a grocery store. Mm. I've never worked at a grocery store, so I can't. I'm trying to empathize, but but I've never been in like working in a supermarket. You've never been in the trenches. Right. So that's yeah. why I'm asking you. I want your supermarket opinion here. Your veteran supermarket status. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? So this was a specific store. That they filmed it in. Yep. And if you were if you were working in the supermarket, and your shift ended. Yeah. And they were bringing in all the cameras and all the stuff to do the ad. Would you find it insulting to see somebody like doing your job on the ad, who's not an actual supermarket employee, but right. instead a paid actor? That's the part of it that I think was kind of weird because they brought in the actors and they put them in the uniforms and then had them stand there and be employees. And in my mind, I'm like, well, why would you not just use the supermarket employees or at least offer them the option? And it's funny because we actually talked about this while waiting, you know, for camera setup. And someone said, well, you know, they want people who can take direction and know what to do in front of a camera, which makes sense. Right. But I would at least say, hey, you work at the supermarket. Why don't you, like, you know, offer them an audition? Well, you've raised a really interesting ontological issue, uh, if you want to digress into a philosophical thing. Because 
Well, because the people there is love a, when we do that. But there is a real difference between yep. working in a supermarket and acting in a TV commercial where you are pretending to be someone working in a supermarket. Could these people who work in the supermarket pretend to work in the supermarket for the sake of the commercial as well as the uh, actors could? Well, now Because they're technically could... not working in the supermarket for the purposes of the commercial. There is no work being done. It's acting. Right, it's acting. I think in some ways, if I worked at a grocery store and I saw the location of the grocery store where I worked, but a paid actor in the uniform pretending to do my job, I right. might be like, why didn't they pay me to do that? Because well, you know those actors were getting paid way more than the people who actually work at the grocery store. Right, but now you're coming at it with a, with a, from like a socialist political agenda, <laughs> right? Because now you're saying like, is this, is this like discriminating against the, the worker? Because well, it just seemed weird to me that we were coming in, they were pushing the workers out, and then they had people dressing up as the workers, <laughs> pretending to do their jobs. So I, I just found it kind of confusing, because I'm like, but it also draws into my mind, right, when I am at the gas station watching those commercials, right. none of those stop and shop employees are real stop well, and shop none employees. Well, none of the parents in the commercial are probably the real parents of those kids. Yeah, but I mean, we right. all kind of like know that. Do we? I feel like we, don't we? I don't know. All right, well, let me ask you a related question. Yeah. Say they, like someone goes to my studio, because I had a dream that someone came to my studio and they were, they said that I was a great artist. Uh-huh. They, they were like... Sounds working. like a nightmare. Well, no, this was a great <laughs> dream. I woke up feeling very good about it, and they were very positive looking at all my paintings. So say someday that happens and somebody decides to make a movie about my life. Okay. Okay, and, and, and uh, I go to some meeting and we talk about it and they get the details of my, of my biography. Yeah. And then they want me to be part of the filmmaking process, act as a consultant. Now, do you think it would be a better movie if I played myself... Or if they got, say, Tom Hanks to play me, would that would he do a better job making a movie about an artist, or would I do a better job? Well, now you're talking about though, the difference between a um, like a biography, right. a, like a or a documentary film right, versus no. a biopic. Right. This and is a biopic. No, but people do those. People do both. Right. Yeah. There are movies where the person is themselves. And then there are movies where the actor portrays right. that. And I think that that all comes down to preference. Because there are people that are going to go see a movie. But what if I'm really a bad actor? Well, then, yeah, you're not going to want to do right. the documentary. Because, I don't know. Yeah, I might not be able to pull that off. You're telling me, though, that actor, none of those supermarket that I could play employees... Myself? You think none of the supermarket employees could have played themselves? I'm not sure. Well, they had name tags on them. Yeah. And then I was like, is this someone, like, did they make this name up? Or was this someone's name tag? And they were like, hey, Fred, uh, can you leave your name tag behind tonight when you go home? We'll return it to you tomorrow. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Right? They probably did. I don't know. I don't know what they did. Right? I'm just saying, I don't know. I think that it's probably, like, maybe I sound stupid for asking that. It just, to me, felt very weird right. seeing that whole, like, exchange and being like, well, why wouldn't you just have the employee? Because that's the other thing. Where you're talking about an actor playing you, right? that would, like, in a biography about your life, 
that would be very much like a center, like a role with speaking parts, and you are like the central focus. Right. Versus in a supermarket commercial where you have like just the employee kind of, because I don't think the employee is the main character. Right. I think they're just... So you're saying, like, a, as backdrop. No, not, but... Well, they uh, weren't entirely backdrop, so there was no speaking. Because so, because they're going to overdub everything. Yeah. So really what they're doing is when they pan the camera over, that person's checking them out at the at the checkout place or whatever. Right. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know, I guess. I, I'm... I'm probably sounding really ignorant, and I apologize no, to any you, professional. No, you're not. I think you've raised. Actors. No, I think you've raised an interesting. You've raised some interesting issues. I mean, but in some ways, like a lot of those boundaries, this stuff would never have come up probably before. But I think we tend to blur a lot of those lines because there's so much stuff going on with reality TV, which is somewhere in the middle. Right. Uh, well, and then also, like, how much do you want to go into it? Because. Then, you know, if you look at sort of food, any sort of placement of food. Now, I'm not talking about, like, people eating at a restaurant necessarily, like, in Real Housewives or whatever. If they're eating their salads or whatever. But, like, a lot of food and movies and TV and stuff is not even real food. Right. I mean, it's... They have, like, food stylists. So, like, ice cream is usually, like, can be mashed potatoes. It can be, like all sorts of like cornstarch mixtures yeah. it can be like all sorts of things so even there it's like what you're seeing is kind of a different reality th that's I why the mcdonald's when you see the commercial the food looks better on tv than it does when you go through the yeah, drive well, that's not yeah but that's why because they're people whose job it is to do things to the right. food to make it look better right. so anyway yeah well in con some uh, dudes just like handing throwing it out the window into your car. You wanted to talk about the fake snow on Game of Thrones? Well, we were just talking, when you talked about the mashed potatoes being uh, used for um, ice cream, when we watched that mo that documentary about the making of the Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. that was fascinating. Uh, that one guy who was in charge of spraying all the fake snow everywhere. Right. That was incredible because when you watch that, right. they were in the north at the wall, it's like so believable. You're not even thinking about that when when you're watching it, and it was just like some dude is responsible for spraying it all and then cleaning it all up. You would not <laughs> believe how many different roles there are. Yeah. When it yeah. comes to production stuff, yeah. because you have some guy who's literally his entire job is snow. Yeah. That was his job. He was the snow guy. Yeah. You know, you have the food stylists who yeah. they sit around. And they have like 16 hour days or what, you know, I'm not really sure what exactly hours they work, but you know, they, and they're just working the food and making it look perfect, Yeah. you know? And it's crazy that like, they have to come in and fix that every like couple of takes, you know? Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of yeah. really interesting, well, I mean, production's fascinating. It's just also a really toxic industry to work in. Well, yeah, I know you've learned that firsthand. But I, uh, I have a passion for for it you so do. you know we'll see we'll see what the future holds maybe i'll do more commercials all right have we said enough yep yeah i well, think we're good yeah it's been really good i'm so glad we did this all right well uh as one of my idols yes has said go ahead take care of yourselves and, and each, each other, other. <laughs> i hope he listens to the podcast i, I would be flattered if he did <laughs>